You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. The content of this episode of the Daily Music Business Podcast comes from a video on the YouTube channel of Outer Loop Group. Go to outerloop.group backslash YouTube to subscribe. For Outer Loop Coaching's free seven steps to getting signed PDF, please visit outerloopcoaching.com today. Let's dive in. Yeah, can I post this to you? Like one of the things I used to talk about was always trying to have two things on the horizon and for everybody in the band to be looking forward to this and that it could be like the, the the tour of Europe and uh, the TV appearance or whatever. Like, is there uh, any strategies from goal setting or anything like that that you use to kind of keep uh, your bands together through those tough times? Uh, absolutely. I mean, hopefully it's a lot more than two things. You know, we're planning 16 months out and, and hopefully they're moderately excited about some of it, you know, um, but yeah, using that same like one for me, one for them. If we're doing a headline tour, I'm not gonna come in and just be like, "These are the bands worth tickets." Like, suck it up and deal with it. You know, it's got to be like, maybe the new young hot band is there, and then you pick one of your bands that is credible and cool to you know balance out the bill. And I don't, I don't want to act like I know more than my bands. Like, I'm not in the band. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even the most creative guy. If I'm being honest, you know, so I, I lean on them to be creative. Uh, on that side of things or lean on board and Slagle to be like, what's going on out there? Like to round out this bill, we're putting out under oath for this 400th tour. You know, we can't just put put out our, our friends again and again and again. Um, so to keep them excited, I, I think keeping the bands they tour with um, things they like, you know, a nice balance. It's not gonna be all things they like probably because then, you know, we wouldn't have the turnouts we would want in most cases mixed with who's the right choice and then same thing with everything else you know with we keep mentioning every time i die a lot which is fine they're an older band but i mean we stopped sending them away from buffalo to, to make records and while it doesn't sound like a big deal and fuck who wouldn't want to leave buffalo apparently them uh <laughs> it makes a big difference when they're writing and recording and the ability to like shoot in and out and now that there are kids and wives involved you know like they don't dread recording now which, you know, it doesn't happen every, every six months, but when it does happen, it's not like, oh, I'm dreading this thing nine months from now, like constantly focusing on it. They're, you know, that's like in one band, one example of adjusting the situation instead of going like, we got to go with this guy because if he writes this record, we're going to get on this. And after, you know, six, seven, eight records, you go, we kind of know who we are. We want someone to be a collaborative effort with us, but we don't need, no one's going to write our songs. No one's going to like, rework the hook in the chorus for that band there are bands that do that and god bless them but you know for the band we're talking about uh the uh, the weight that's been lifted and the, like the angst towards recording has, has been lifted you know and that, that can go in anything really but touring is like i said the same thing maybe maybe the band just needs to realize that like maybe they're not going to break in europe maybe it's just not going to happen and you only need to go there once a year 
and rattle around three big festivals and the places that work and don't get, you know, sad that it's not a seven week festival that you can brag on Instagram about. Um, that's not real. You know, and a lot of the bands that do that are losing money and will have shorter careers because they said, wait a second, we just did a tour and lost $20,000. And that means when we tour in the States and make money, we're paying back that $20,000. So we just toured four months without making money, you know, and like that happens once or twice and you're either fired as a manager, band breaking up or signing bad deals because you need loans or whatever it is, you know, it's just a, a very bad snowball. I think I went off topic, but you get what I'm saying. That <laughs> No, that's good though. And it's true. I mean, like getting to that spot where, you know, I think perspective going back, it, we started with morale and then we kind of jumped to like morale within camps and not blaming people for misses because there will be misses. And now we're on to another thing, which I think is worth talking about is like, you're always going to see another band that has something you don't. You're always going to go, you're third from last, but the fifth from last band, the band that's two bands before you that you should be bigger than has pyro. How did they get pyro? Why didn't our manager think of that? Like, why didn't our agent negotiate that? How'd you get pyro? We just asked for it. They said, it's okay. Why didn't we ask for that? Who's not caring about it? Like all of that, you know, goes into that. And then you realize like, no, pyro is in the deal. And Biggie being a, a good manager is like, I didn't even bring it up because we're already breaking even and we're building and we're not here for your friends in Europe to think you're the coolest band. We're building a business and we have this budget and we're sticking to it. And yeah, you feel smaller, but you're actually smarter and you'll be here when them and their pyro and their LED wall are sitting at home in 28 months because this is not sustainable. And they're, they're faking it till they make it and they're spending all of their money. And the other thing you forgot about is they live three hours away. We're in Sweden, they're from Sweden. You're from America. There's all these other expenses. Like all of those logistics are key and just having a clear and low key head about Europe hates us. You know, Germany loves us. UK loves us. Austria, let's stop spending three weeks trying to break Austria. It doesn't matter. Like whatever it is and just playing to your strengths and knowing that your friends will win bigger in these markets and you will win bigger in these markets. And it's not about you winning bigger than your friends or your competition. It's being the best version of you and being excited when, you know, someone smaller than you that's only been around for three years does better than you in a different country that you don't care to be in anyway. Like it doesn't have to be this thing. Oh, sorry. I mean, to cut you off. No, you're good. Finances too, which I'll I'll relate a a fairly funny story. And I don't think I'll get into too much trouble telling this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So back in, I forget when this was, the Family Values Tour, which was Corn, System of Down, somebody else, and Rammstein opening. So when Rammstein kind of first coming on. So Rammstein, they, that their, their thing is their show. So they were able to get all this pyro and crazy show stuff happening. And they were the opening band. So all the other bands started seeing this and started adding in elements of production into their show. So this was a, a, a tour that sold out every arena in, in North America. And the, the very last show was the Forum. And my buddy was the, the, the overall tour manager. He was the tour manager overseeing everything. I was talking to him about how the tour went. He goes, you know what? It was the weirdest tour I've ever been on because we sold out every single show and yet no bands made any money because yeah. they all were trying to one-up each other on the pyro end of things. It had nothing to do with anything else. And it, I mean, look, they're successful bands. They all, I'm sure, didn't mind losing any money or not making any money, but eventually I did make it back. But just 
that's you see that cycles to happen sometimes it's like you've got to remember keep the eye on the prize a little bit at that stuff or some stuff mike sure. despite the fact that like you know there's every single band is different i feel like out of this there's so many like like best practices that every band should be like subscribed to and at least using them as sort of like you know, we use the word before tent poles in which to build all the other stuff that that uh, is uh, more personality dependent. Like, uh, I, I mean, wrap us up, I guess. That's, that's what I'm asking you to do. Oh, man, does it have to end? I can listen to these I, guys I, forever. I'm so sorry, this guys. This has just been <laughs> such a gem. I, I mean, I've been sitting here thinking, like, there's probably 150 almost years of music business experience on this one call, which is why wouldn't you be able to put some tent poles out and learn from that and you know i think there's so many best practices here but what i've really heard you know amongst everyone is you got to be genuine you know it's got to come from a genuine place sometimes you got to sacrifice your individual effort for the greater group of of the band or as a band you've got to sacrifice your individual band effort for the greater group of your career and that to me with taking into the account all the expertise that each of these guys have is kind of the underlying or like recurring current that i've heard so hats off to these gentlemen this has been really amazing the only downside is we can't hear from each of them for another hour or two yeah well awesome. guys thanks for having us thank appreciate you it. definitely an awesome yeah, call thank, thank you. you this was awesome really oh, super thank awesome. you really appreciate it boys all right. Love you Take all. Care. Peace. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.